Hello, I am Bob Bostock. You are listening to Discover DEP, the New Jersey Department of Environmental Protection's official podcast. Each week, we will provide you with timely information about how DEP protects and preserves New Jersey's air, water, land, and natural and historic resources. Please feel free to add this podcast to your iTunes or RSS feed. You can also follow DEP on the web at nj.gov DEP. Thanks for listening. Hi, this is Bob Bostock, and welcome to another edition of Discover DEP. You can download Discover DEP and subscribe to future editions through iTunes and Google Play. Today we are joined by Jonathan Phillips, Executive Director of Groundwork Elizabeth, and Jackie Park Albaum, Director of Come Grow With Us Farm and Garden. Groundwork Elizabeth recently received a Governor's Environmental Excellence Award in the category of Healthy and Sustainable Communities for their Come Grow With Us Community Farm and Garden Initiative. It's a fascinating initiative in the city of Elizabeth and in Union County, not an area we think of as being particularly agricultural anymore here in the Garden State, but it's doing great work up there to help bring fresh produce into urban communities that uh, don't have a lot of opportunity to uh, have that for their residents and to teach members of the community and others about agriculture and where your food comes from. It's a great program, and we're really glad to have them with us today. So Jonathan and Jackie, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Bob. Jonathan, tell us a little bit about the history of Groundwork Elizabeth and the Groundwork USA program. I understand Groundwork started in England. It's actually a pretty exciting story, and there's nothing more exciting to hear on a podcast than a story. So so here it goes. Uh, In 1979, in Merseyside, England, Ferry crossed the Mersey. You remember the song by Jerry and the Pacemakers? Liverpool, England is right across the Mersey River, and Between Merseyside and Liverpool, there was a lot of industry that was closing down, and it affected the community in a terrible way. In fact, there were riots in the streets. People were not respecting the community. A lot of youth running around doing bad things. In fact, I went over there in England in 2005, and they showed me where things were happening, where they were bringing cars out to quads where residents lived and burning them there. So it was really a bleak situation. So the government, and this is a great prescription for how we work in society today, the government got together with the private sector and the community at large, and they came up with this program called Groundwork, where they actually got youth to actually improve the neighborhood. They built community gardens, they put planters in, they actually employed them, and the self-esteem went up, the community got better, and they actually started to replicate that. With one groundwork in Merseyside, England, they eventually had 50 over there. And the U.S. uh, paid attention to that. So the National Park Service was very interested in what they were doing in England, incorporating youth into open space programs and improving the community. So they actually wanted to perhaps replicate it here in the USA. To make a long story short, they came up with three in New England. It worked here in the United States. And now there's 20 to 25 in the country. It keeps changing. We are the only one in New Jersey and Our mission is, the Groundwork mission, is really to build sustainable communities. We've actually upped that to build sustainable and equitable communities now. It's interesting that you raise the point that when the people in a community actually are investing their time and effort in the community, there's a lot more pride in what is there and it cascading effects, really, in terms of the quality of life in that community, not just the open space and not just the uh, production of uh, farm products or, or other things, but it really has a, a multiplying effect, doesn't it? Definitely. Yeah. 
Jackie, tell us a little bit about Come Grow With Us Farm and Garden. Oh, I would love to. So in 2009, Assemblywoman Annette Quijano approached my employer at the time, which was United Way of uh, Greater Union County, and she really wanted to increase access to food, uh, not sustain, just increase access to food in the community. We're in an urban area. People often live in an apartment or a multifamily house, um, and there's not really places to grow. And, you know, in a lower income community, there also isn't this historical opportunity where you might have grown with your grandparents or you, you grew up and had exposure to growing food. It's kind of, you know, unfortunately, somewhat of a lost art. And she wanted to do some container seminars. And, you know, that was really the, the beginning of it all. So, so we, container gardens. Container gardens, yeah. yeah what's using a container garden? A container garden is when you plant in containers. And there's a variety of different containers that you can plant on. One of the things we use today are earth boxes, which are about two feet by one feet, about 18 inches high. They have a shelf on the bottom, uh, a lighter medium than dirt in it. And you water the, the bottom. But it, it's a container. It can be placed um, on a patio or next to a garage. But in our urban areas, the container gardens are a little bit more realistic, especially when you think about how transient um, many urban areas are. And we, in an apartment building, for instance, you don't have a big yard. You can no. take the grass and turn it into a... Right. So fast forward, um, we started building gardens with the local Ys in our area, a number of faith-based organizations. Fast forward to 2014, and we received kind of the best call of, of my life that uh, Kane University, uh, which is located in um, Union, New Jersey, was looking for a farmer. Uh, Kane University actually owns the property that was the home of Governor William Livingston, the first governor of the state of New Jersey, and it's been um, partially preserved. And so we currently farm about two acres over there, which is pretty um, pretty exciting. And we're one of maybe five working farms in our in our county, unfortunately. And and the DEP understands this probably better than anybody. Sprawl has taken most of our land. So of these 67,900 acres in Union County, New Jersey, 67 acres are deemed agricultural. Is that right? And that's, wow. a, that's, that's a sad. Tenth of a percent? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. And most of them are probably, uh, at least half of them are garden centers where they'll maintain some crop growing. You know, there's probably four working farms yeah. in Union County. So what, uh, what do you grow at the farm? Oh, what don't we grow? Uh, tomatoes, peppers, eggplants, cabbages, brassicas, herbs. Uh, we have a medicinal area, a demonstration area where we grow like marshmallow plant and toothache herb, all kinds of um, pretty cool things. About a third of the farm produce is used by the college. They have a fancy, wonderful restaurant, um, uh, Enoteca Ursino. So they take about a third. About a third is available for sale. Um, and that's something we're going into farmers markets next year. And then kind of the, the third that really is why we really do it all a third goes into our food share program. So we work to bring nonprofit um, and social service organizations onto the farm and do the picking. You know, one of the things, as Jonathan mentioned about Groundworks, is we're obligated to create a sustainable organization. Um, going in and showing someone how to do something and then not being there in the future isn't really the way to change our community impact. Now, you won this year, uh, Groundwork Elizabeth and the Farm won the Governor's Environmental Excellence Award. Um, what exactly was the award uh, given to you for? 
I'll let Jackie speak to that. But I just wanted to say that in our urban communities, there's obviously a pretty big lack of environmental justice. And we've been working with people here at the DEP like Rache Outlaw and Joe Donald, and they've helped us quite a bit. I'm sure you'll get back to that later. But specifically, uh, to address environmental justice, we, we choose urban agriculture. And we were awarded for that. And by the way, I want to thank at this point in time the Executive Director of the United Way of Greater Union County, Jim Horn, for nominating us for this. Yes. And we got it. And um, mm. with that said, I'd like Jackie to actually get into maybe the more specifics of what we did. Sure. In the beginning of 2016, we were honored to receive a grant from the New Jersey DEP uh, specifically to create the More Peas program. So More Peas is permaculture, more permaculture education in agricultural systems. And I'll finish my, my, my talk and then give a little bit more info on permaculture. But the initiative promotes the three core tenets of permaculture, which is care for the earth, which is the stewardship component, care for people, which is the social and cultural revitalization. I think you can also bring in equality into that and return of surplus, which is reinvestment and recycling. Um, the initiative is to result in better access to healthy foods, create strategies to build sustainable agricultural systems, uh, the development of green career, quality of life, etc. And we have about six build projects within more peas that will support um, educating people in different types of agricultural systems, which what's an agricultural system? Well, in, in probably in Union County, uh, we have gardens. <laughs> we also have farms, but there's all these different ways that, that you can go about growing. And that's really what th th we wanted to do with this grant is create these demonstration areas that we can show people. There's a variety of ways and it's not just, you know, your 600 acre soybean farm. And not that that's not necessary, but there aren't 600 acres in Union County for any one thing. And that's, we'll never be growing large commodity crops in Union County. So we're creating a hydroponic greenhouse. We're doing ag labs, which um, are either made out of a recycled shipping container or more of a shed structure where we can offer people the ability in gardens to uh, storage, shelter, and socialization. But so we're demonstrating different types of ways to grow, but then we're providing the tools to our community to support them. You know, one of the things that's when Jonathan and I are, are working in, on, on Come Grow With Us and looking at our funding and the work that we do, there is no reason to, to build something and to leave. We need to build something and continue to offer support. And because of the investment of the, the DEP, work we're doing with NRCS, work we're doing with the county of Union, the city of Elizabeth, you know, we've really kind of ended up in the middle of this wheel that allows us to constantly be radiating out information um, and you know, practical, technical, and sometimes financial assistance for anyone who wants to grow in our county. Jackie mentioned some of the many partners that you have in this program, and you've got a partnership going with DEP beyond just the grant. Tell us a little bit about that. We've got a partnership. If I can just, I'll, I'll save DEP for just a moment, but we've got really wonderful partnerships, which help make us, make us sustainable and help us uh, get to the bottom of our mission. Uh, for example, the federal government, we were actually written into a transportation act to help build a river trail along the uh, Banks and Elizabeth River. We hope to have urban agriculture there as well. We've had uh, relationships with the EPA, Environmental Protection Agency, and just are coming off a grant where we were investigating uh, water quality with our youth program. The National Park Service, as we talked about before, with open space, 
U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, uh, our farm and food community, and most recently in a bigger sort of way with the NJDEP. So that's been really, we've been really grateful for the support we have from the DEP, from Bob Martin and, and the entire agency. And some, some of what DEP is doing, I understand, has been pretty hands-on. Yeah, well, t- talk about hands-on. Uh, we, we've got a program where we invite members of the DEP to volunteer at the farm, and they've come twice already. We have a little surprise for them. I'll let Jackie talk about this as well, but <laughs> we are going to continue this this wonderful relationship with the DEP and with the volunteer opportunities, and we're going to build two community plot gardens in Elizabeth next year. And I'll let Jackie talk to you about the little contest we have planned. Before we get to that, tell me a little bit about, you mentioned uh, DEP volunteers coming twice. What sort of things did you have them doing uh, when they were there at the farm? Wow, what what didn't they do when they came to the farm? One of the, the biggest things in having a farm and, and operating it is labor. So the ability to have a group of, I think our last group was at 66, if I'm not mistaken, to have a group of 66 people on site for one day is uh, mind-blowing. And I, I can't say how amazingly grateful we are. We removed, we had a five topic area, uh, five areas that we focused on. Um, we grew about 350 tomatoes. So we took our tomato patch down, um, conserved all of the, the trellising, supplies which are you know obviously are expensive and we want to use again we were able to uh, weed out um, invasives from our pumpkin patch it's something that we're constantly working on just to keep our invasive population down and support our native uh, population. They, uh, we have a very large composter at Kane University, and they sadly had started a pile in one place, so we were able to move that pile away and get that compost into the field, which only improves, you know, our soil and sure. helps to uh, decrease erosion um, and increase uh, the soil's vitality. We took down part of our strawberry patch and we were able to, we received a massive 20 pallet donation of fertilizer, of organic fertilizers from a TerraCycle right, right out of Princeton. And it all had to be moved and be allocated. You know, when I was talking about that sure. wheel and how we are able to get things in and push it out, we took it in, but the DEP was able to kind of organize literally thousands of bottles of fertilizer. And those have since gone out, you know, to our community gardens. And so it's real hands-on stuff there. I understand our deputy commissioner was there practically the entire day, David Glass, and then Commissioner Martin was also yeah. participating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. David didn't stop, and then we were we were grateful to have Bob join us for a bit. It's, it's, it's one thing to work with a small part of an organization, but it's um, – really for me was kind of special to get to know what's going on in the DEP and hear from different people and also be able to say, hey, like we've been talking about water harvesting and using that in irrigation. And it's generally frowned upon to use harvested water in crop ir- in food irrigation for non-edibles. It's fine. So all of a sudden there's like four experts in water sitting there and they're like, well, if this doesn't you know work this way, then we can talk to this person. So it's a great networking opportunity. It was a super one. And one of the young ladies actually has gone back. um, She's going back for her doctorate and she is just contacted us and wants to intern within our farmers, uh, farmers market and uh, the WIC and SNAP programs this year. That's great. So, yay. Yay. Uh, What other volunteer opportunities are there? uh, I just want to mention one thing because Mm -hmm. you talked about David Glass and he's been with us since the very beginning. In fact, for people at the DEP here. That don't know he's actually a farmer himself. Yes, he's got a lot yeah. of farm experience, so he's really understood the more peas 
concept and has worked again to advocate us with Joe and Roche. Yeah, David's very passionate about uh, this program. Well, we're uh, no doubt about we're, it. Uh, we're exceptionally um, grateful for that. There are lots of volunteer internships as well. You know, there's Kane has a sustainability program. Quite a few of those um, students intern with us. But I think what I would really advocate is we do farm fun days. So uh, the second Sunday of every month from May through October, We invite the public in from 12 to 5, and there's a variety of um, different activities that um, they can do, and we accept volunteers for those days, the Sundays, Um, but on the Saturday before those farm fun days, it's open volunteer days, and that's that's where we do our heavy lifting. You know, we'll be putting in 6,000 plants in May, so come one, come all. (laughs) We'll take every last one of you. You'll be a, a planting... Uh, you know, planting experts, but we also take volunteer groups by um, by appointment. We think for next year, one day, one afternoon a week, we'll kind of have some open volunteering. That's great, and I'm sure the information about that is on your website. Hundred percent, which is which is groundworkelizabeth.com. We're that's changing it to a dot org soon, but it'll, okay. it'll reboot itself. Well, that's good. Groundworkelizabeth.com, soon to be dot org. <laughs> And we have on the description of the podcast a direct link to your website, so people can go oh, and great. check it out. That's awesome. Let me just ask you as we as we start to wrap up our time, what are some of your plans and, and goals for the future, Jonathan? We also have a lot of programs that are not urban agriculturally related specifically, but always touch on it. We have a, a youth green team program. There are volunteer opportunities for the public to help youth. They're environmental advocates. They learn. They're actually building with the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service places along the Elizabeth River, the tributaries there. We also have a really exciting event that we invite everybody that's listening to this podcast to come every year. It's on May 21st this year. We call it the Tour de Elizabeth. We need volunteers to help us with that, but it's a great 15-mile ride around the city of Elizabeth. It's hosted by the city, by the mayor, and by all the departments. And the police actually take us around and close the roads in a rolling closing fashion. So you don't have to worry about if you can't ride that well. It's a lot of fun. And we do have, like I said, opportunities for people to not only ride it, but volunteer as well. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, That's great. Anything we didn't cover that we should have? Oh, gosh. I, you know, I think there's an amazing, I think it's an amazing time for urban agriculture. Groundwork finds itself in this position where, you know, we've we've always kind of spoken for the rivers. That's a, a main groundwork USA focus, and the the but we see urban ag just growing um, by leaps and bounds, and seeing the DEP and all of these different government and federal et cetera organizations that have a have a renewed um, a renewed interest. Agriculture is possible in urban areas, and I think you know as time. As we, as we move ahead in the work that we do, we really see, again, see a, a great opportunity for urban ag um, and the ability to engage the community around it, provide accompanying education, but also employ. As we pay more attention to eating local and supporting local, there's no more local you can be than obviously growing your own food or you know purchasing from from local growers, and it just provides this wonderful opportunity for us and our community as we're kind of raising these next generation of environmental leaders, and I guess next generation of DEP employees, right. you know, as That's well. Right. But thanks so much for this opportunity. Well, we appreciate having you here. Um, I can speak from my own personal experience. I dug my first vegetable garden in our front yard growing up in Bergen County 
in the sixth grade and planted lettuce, a variety called Black Seeded Simpson. Mm -hmm. And um, I guess the guy at the hardware store must have recommended it as one that comes up pretty early because I'll never forget the very first day I saw the first sprouts coming out of the ground happened to be my birthday, which happened to also be the first day of spring. And I can still remember the excitement of that. We had a lot of uh, salads that summer with black seeded Simpson, but there really is nothing like uh, turning over the earth, planting it, tending the garden, and then seeing the produce and the, and the uh, vegetables and everything that come up out of there and bring it right in and have it on your table. It's an experience that I'm glad to see through the work that uh, you are both doing that is reconnecting people in our urban centers uh, to the earth. It's a, um, a great project, great work that you're doing, and I really appreciate your coming down, and congratulations again on your uh, Governor's Environmental Excellence Award. Clearly, uh, you are well-deserving, and I'm glad we were able to recognize uh, Groundwork Elizabeth and the Come Grow With Us Farm and Garden in this way. So thanks so much for being with us. Thanks We'd for also like us. to invite people to come up and see us in Elizabeth. So Absolutely. Just give us a call at 908-289-0262. Go onto the website. You can contact us that way, and we'll give you a tour of the farm and of the community. That's great. And that phone number is also on the description of the podcast. So if you didn't catch it, just look there and uh, get in touch with the Groundwork Elizabeth and go up there and visit and uh, see the farm and see the city. I'm sure it's a great way to spend a few hours any time of year. Thanks again. Thank you. Thanks, Bob. Thanks for listening to Discover DEP. If you have comments on the podcast or ideas for future podcast topics, please email us at podcast at dep.nj.gov. Enjoy the rest of your day.